You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into an emergency Husker 24-7 reaction podcast on Friday morning. I'm Mike Shaver, joined by Brian Christopherson. It is Friday, April 28th, and Nebraska has a definitive starting quarterback in Jeff Sims, yeah. which means Casey Thompson, Nebraska's starting quarterback last year, entered the transfer portal Friday morning. Brian, you know, internally, we've had a lot of conversations about this. We've talked about it on our podcast a little bit. I know. I have attempted when interviewed or on the message board to sort of attempt to downplay the idea that there's this big competition coming in August. But now with Casey Thompson in the portal, it removes the the Thompson-Sims battle that some had really been sort of building up. Just give me your initial thoughts of, of Casey Thompson going in the portal today, what it means for Nebraska. I'm really not surprised. Um I, when the portal window opened up on April 15th, if you had said, make a prediction, if Thompson will go in there in that 15 days or not, I would have, I would have guessed yes. Um, that wasn't because of just um, definitive inside information or anything, but it was just sort of a read on everything. And, um, you know, it, it does feel like there was a lot of Jeff Sims momentum. And I know uh, you, you set it up well. There was sort of a feeling, I think, with some that when it got to August, there's going to be this real battle 50-50 fight, you know, between the uh, Sims and Thompson. I thought Thompson was going to have to go uphill to get that job. Like, I, it just felt that way to me. Um, I think the staff is really big on Sims' skill set. I think you'd gladly love the experience and safety net that, um Thompson would provide you with depth in the room and just his brain he's just like yep. such a great QB mind I think and I think he, if he wants to be a coach he's going to be a great coach but I'm guessing Casey's looking at this uh you know the what's out there and there's opportunities at places where he could probably pop in and be the guy that I don't think he was going to be here and um I don't think that's going out uh on reaching to say that so um, I'm not stunned, but I do know that this is one of those days where Nebraska fans who, you know, a week or so ago, there were six scholarship QBs in the room. And so everybody's like, okay, they got to get rid of one or two. And now there's three and you do start to get to that point where you're biting on your nails a little bit. Yeah. I, the thing that's sort of interesting with, with Casey, um, and the way that Matt rule has handled this is it's not like he's come out and said this, but I just felt he wanted to go into the summer with this is who our guy is. Like I, I never got the indication that it was, we want to go into August and still trying to be deciding what we're doing. I, 
I, I really feel like they they kind of wanted to iron out like here's who we're going to be focused on, here's who we're going to be adding in June, and this is what we're moving forward with the team. And so that's why I never really felt like there was going to be this big competition uh, because I think they want this to be a little bit settled so they can kind of move forward. They know what they are and they know what their offense can do and they can work with those pieces directly. I mean, I it would have been different had Casey been available to practice this spring. I think then I would have felt maybe like there could have been a real competition there. But the entire time that Casey's off on the side field working in a yellow jersey, Jeff Sims is getting direct coaching from Marcus Satterfield about what they want for this offense, how they want to run things. And it sometimes it's just super simple. One of the first people brought in when Matt Rule was here was Jeff Sims. Right. I mean, the way he talked about him on that signing day press conference, it removed any doubt that I had that Jeff Sims was who they wanted to win the job. But then he had to go out and do it. And obviously there's no real competition when there's no one else there this spring. And he looked fine by all indications. And, you know, hearing from people that were at the Saturday scrimmage before the spring game, he had a really nice scrimmage at that time too. So I, I think he put his best foot forward this spring. I think it's Jeff Sims' job. And I think Casey Thompson saw the writing on the wall. And if he has one year to play, similar to it as a Stefan win, you know, yeah, it's great to have depth at a place like this and you want depth at the quarterback spot. And it's a great, as you said, you know, sort of safety to, to have him there. But Casey Thompson has one year. He wants to go play. He wants to get the opportunity to start somewhere. He's going to have to go find that. I think it's going to be an uphill battle mm -hmm. for him because, it, you know, joining a team in May as a quarterback, that's, I think that's difficult to do. And you only have one year and, um, you know, it, it seems like it would be the type of team that probably needs to stack wins right away relative towards, you know, trying to, to build with a new coaching staff. So, mm. um, you know, I appreciated Casey for everything that he did. I think people got really emotionally invested in him because of his interviews and certainly the way that they went out and they beat Iowa at the end of the season last year. And you could tell the drop off when he wasn't on the field. But Nebraska's moving forward with a whole new era. And that means a new starting quarterback as well. Yeah, I wish Casey the best wherever he ends up because you think about his career, he's performed pretty well yep. when he's been out there. And then there's always somebody else who pops up or there's a coach. Or an change. injury or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so it's sort of been one of those deals where he can never get that um, momentum to have back-to-back -back seasons as sort of the guy somewhere. Um, and he's a very tough guy. And as we said, very uh, high football IQ, I think. Um, so – he might be able to pick it up fast somewhere somewhere else. I mean, it is always such a delicate dance with QBs, Schaefer. It feels like one position where you either have too many or yep. uh, not enough, and it's really hard to just nail it just right. And I think in this day and age, it's also tough to, uh, to get everything and sort of have that what Nebraska fans were hoping for where you have, okay, even if Jeff Sims is the guy, we've got this veteran right next to him and – You've got two options here uh, in this portal era. It's tough to really have two experienced guys um, who, you know, think they should be the starter um, at the same time. I think it's more uh, you're going to see more and more of this where it's it's sort of what Nebraska's situation is now. You've got a guy like Sims, who's obviously the favorite. And then you got guys you hope like are are really coming fast, like Harburg. And that's where this story really turns to, I think, yep. is is Heinrich Harburg, because um, I do think people like what they saw to Jeff Sims 
And I think they were encouraged by what they heard throughout the spring of Harburg and just how the coaches talked about him. Uh, but he had a choppy day in the passing game in front of the public. And so I think that is part of why you're going to see some panic around here is because, you know, that didn't seem like it was quite in sync uh, when the fans got to view it. And so there's going to be a feeling like, I don't know about who's after Sims. Like, what if something happens in week two there, you know? And you start to go down that road of like when Adrian Martinez was the starter and um, his first year and he got hurt right away. And like Andrew Bunch is starting a game and stuff like that. I think that's where fans' minds go to a little bit today. Yeah, I, I want to get this out of the way right away. Um, do you think Nebraska goes into the portal this spring to add another quarterback? Because that's already on our message board. I don't think so. Um, they, I mean, what'll be interesting, you, you have to remember, you don't necessarily close the door that a guy could come back. We have yeah. to at least put that out there. Just because you go on the portal <clears throat> like a Logan Smothers or That's somebody. That's who I'm thinking of as well. Yeah, he could explore his options <clears throat> and decide, you know, actually the best fits right here. I'm going to go back and, and fight for it. And um, yeah, he would be a, a name I would at least uh, I want to pay attention to because uh, he's been so loyal to this program through a lot of times when other guys would have left. So um, you watch him, but I'm not of the mind they're necessarily going to go jump right now and get another if it's not somebody who's coming back. I think in December they might do something if depending on how the high school QB recruiting goes and, you know, uh, like what happens with Riley, I guess, and all that stuff. But um, I, I think there's a, uh, this staff believes there's always opportunities in December uh, to, to fill out at, at a spot like that, even if uh, the site, the recruiting cycle isn't going uh, just like you wanted it. You can always go into the portal and there's something there for you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I don't look for them to go into the portal here to take another quarterback. I think you're looking at a, a Jeff Sims, Heinrich Harburg, and Chubba Purdy as your guys in front of you. I don't know if it's necessarily that order, but I think it might be, even though, you know, Chubba was working with the twos for the spring game. But I think some of that was to allow Harburg to work with the top unit at times and rotate with Jeff Sims to see what he was there. I think it's important for the context of what people saw from Harburg on Saturday was one practice out of the entire spring. Yeah. Uh, we've heard plenty of good things over there uh, about Harburg. I think they're very excited about him. I don't think that's just like a spring storyline. I think that's a real thing. Their interest in him is high. I think their interest in his ability to run is high. I wouldn't be shocked if they find a way to utilize that uh, in the 2023 season. And I think they want to develop him. Um, and so he's got, you know, several years ahead of him still. Uh, Chubba Purdy gives you someone that has some starting experience, so it didn't go very well last year, and I didn't think he looked great in the spring either. So you you kind of hope that maybe it, it something kind of can click for him where it turns around a little bit. But I think that's your group. And, you know, there's there's every reason to have real concern because Jeff Sims, I don't think, has started all 12 games in a season at any point in his career. Nebraska hasn't had a quarterback do that since Tanner Lee. They haven't had a quarterback not knocked out of a game since Tommy Armstrong, I think, 2014 started every game and was relatively healthy that whole year. So they've had, you know, their fair share of needing your second and sometimes your third. You know, I don't know. Have they ever gotten to where they've needed a fourth quarterback? I, I, I think there have been years like that. Um, I think if people go back, Schaefer, and look at the history of Husker football, even when this thing was really humming, 
there's a lot of years where the the third or fourth guy i mean that that guy is usually he has been a walk on at times on a national title team you know like the third qb it's just it's worth reminding that you're not always just overly stocked up after you get past the first couple of guys um but yeah it, it is nice to have depth especially if you're going to uh, run the QB like I think this staff wants to. I think that's a big a part of the appeal of Sims and Harburg, by the way, is they're, I mean, they're big dudes. I mean, uh, like Sims is a real 6'4", 220 guy who you mm-hmm. hope can have some durability with that. I know there have been injuries in the past, but Harburg is also a big physical guy um, who you can hope can take some hits. Um, and you're, I thought you made the most important point. Harburg had a really good spring. That's what, I mean, that's the bottom line. I know that that one Saturday scrimmage wasn't up to everybody's what they wanted to see in the passing game, but um, he's a really good runner. And I think they think he's coming along in other areas. Um, I don't think they're probably as panicked inside those walls as people will be on the outside today. Yeah, no, I'm, I think we're in complete agreement there. And I think it sort of played out how we both thought it might uh with with everything and with jeff sims essentially becoming your starting quarterback here this spring anything else you want to add today brian any other uh transfer portal thoughts that you weren't able to get off the chest yesterday in our podcast <laughs> no i don't think so i mean <clears throat> no we... gates went in today yes. you have a quick thought there well i mean Noah Pola gates was a, a big time recruit but um it it just he was always sort of on the cusp. I think he's a freak athlete. He never really uh, bulked up much. He was always a little more slender. Um, Really uh, was one of those guys who wanted to be involved too in special teams and, and did his part. Um, But it was just, it was time. I mean, you're kind of moving on to a new era where certain guys, if you're three or four years in your career and it hasn't clicked. um, And at the end of this spring, it looks like maybe you're third at your, third team at your position or something like that it's kind of a, a no-brainer probably for both sides and I, I obviously wish him the best too that puts them as we do this and I think there could even be a couple more today we'll see but as we're doing this uh late Friday morning mid-Friday morning it's uh they're down to 90 uh with Getting the numbers. close so yeah it's not that's not even going to be a a problem at this point um so that, I mean, the, the the Thompson news is the biggest is going to be the biggest one. Obviously, the you know, I think Stefan Wynn probably is the second one because of you just like those 23 year old defensive linemen sometimes <laughs> that have been around and he played 300 snaps last year. So he's 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 done some things. But um, so far, I haven't been shocked by it. Win is the most surprising to me of all. Thompson doesn't surprise me as much as Win does, and I wasn't yeah. like on the floor about Win, but that—that's where I kind of thought with the QB. I thought this could happen. I'm not acting like I yeah. know a lot. I just—it just seemed like that. If you read the tea leaves, that's what was going to happen, maybe. Yeah, and I think in both situations, you're looking at your long-term future of the program versus a short-term immediacy of a couple older veterans taking reps away from guys that you want either at practice or in the game. Uh, to get those reps as you sort of develop moving forward. One last thought, Schaefer. I do think that you kind of brought this up at the beginning. It's an important point. There is that clarity now going into the summer, like Jeff Sims is QB1. And when he was standing up at the post game at the spring conference, I was thinking he's QB1. But I didn't think the reaction to him this this spring, even though guys, people are excited about him, was necessarily he's the guy because you had sort of this mixed feeling of, well, I don't know that he's going to be it. 
So people weren't necessarily giving him that treatment yet where you know how the QB one in Nebraska becomes, I always say like top five name in the state with the governor or whatever, whatever you want to put up there. He does. His Q ratings uh, exploding. Yeah. Like today, now it's okay. Okay. Jeff Sims. Let's, let's see everything about you. Now you're in the fishbowl. So uh, welcome to that. I think, I think he's got a good uh, head on his shoulders though for it. So that's uh, that that'll help him. Yeah, absolutely. All right. For all the coverage of the transfer portal stuff, be sure to check out Husker247.com. We have more on Casey Thompson's departure there as well. There's probably going to be some more news coming in the coming days, either today, tomorrow, Sunday. I believe the shutoff BC is Sunday. You got to have everything in by Sunday. The last day of April is your last day of getting into the portal. So Nebraska will still have a few more guys jump in. We'll have all the coverage at Husker 24-7. There, of course, will be other things going on. There's a chat happening today that we preempted a little bit to get this done. Uh, And so we'll be in there chatting. We'll be chatting throughout the day. So if you're a VIP subscriber, there's more information that you want uh, to know. Feel free to ask. We'll be trying to get you those answers throughout the day here on Friday. We'll be back next week with some more podcast content, unless something really surprising happens this weekend. Okay. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. For Brian Christopherson, I'm Mike Schaefer. We're Huskers 24-7. There's a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.